Tactic. To get up and get going, South Coast, it's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in. It is the third and final hour of the program here on Thursday. And uh, we will take more of your phone calls at 508-996-0500. We'll also take your app chat messages and open line voicemails on the WBSM app. And uh, Channel 10 has some information about the boat fire that's happening down in Fairhaven, but not very much. Just that firefighters were called just after 7 a.m. to a boatyard on Water Street for the reported fire. So that's all the information that we can provide you right now. But we've reached out to the fire department for more information. We will get it to you when we have it. Also got an app chat message from Sketty, who says she apologizes to anyone who's watching Louder Milk if she, if she spoiled anything. I don't think you did. I don't think anybody really got it spoiled by what you were saying. And uh, it's definitely worth checking out. It's a fun show, funny show. But it also, it's about a former rock critic who is in recovery. And he actually leads a recovery group. And it follows his adventures and those of the people in the group. And it's, uh, it's very much a comedy, but it also has a lot of heart to it too. So if you haven't checked it out, I recommend it. Uh, and then also Molly in Fairhaven says, you know, talking about the vandalism that happened in Fall River and the two 17-year-olds arrested in connection with that, that spray painting of the Iwo Jima Memorial. Molly says, within the culture of thuggery, tagging represents ownership of the territory. And I, I understand that, but if I just don't know why you would do it to a memorial like that. You had to know that you were going to be on camera and that it's going to get removed the next day. I just don't get it. I don't get why you would choose that as your target. Unless it's for whatever thrill you get off people being up in arms about you insulting the memory of the people who lost their lives or the, and those who fought at the Battle of Iwo Jima and in World War II as a whole. Just stupidity. And so they identified and arrested two of those individuals and they will probably find out who the rest of them are on that video, which you can see at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. The other thing about it too is when you're dealing with kids like that, I wouldn't really count on your friends when you're 17 to keep their mouth shut. So you don't think that those two 17-year-olds that have already been arrested and are facing charges. You don't think they're going to give up the other kids that were in the group? Or maybe that's how they got those ones they, they identified. Maybe somebody who was not directly involved in the vandalism, maybe he's the one that flipped on his friends. But just dumb. 
such a stupid thing to do. And for what? You end up getting caught and they end up removing the graffiti. I just, I don't, I don't see the appeal. I don't see the point. Just dumb. 508-996-0500. We were also talking earlier in the day, if you missed the beginning of the program, next week on Monday, which speaking of war memorials, next Monday at 6 p.m., at the Buttonwood, at the um, not Buttonwood, uh, Fort Tabor Community Center there at 6 p.m. on Monday. They're going to be having a public information session regarding the post 9-11 conflicts memorial, the War on Terror Memorial that will be erected in New Bedford South End. They're having a public information session to talk about the potential designs and to get feedback. So that's happening Monday at 6 p.m., at the Fort Tabor Community Center. But we were talking earlier this morning about how also next Monday, the director of the Rhode Island Department of Transportation has to go before a number of people to explain what went wrong with the Washington Bridge, about why it was deemed safe in the summer, but then by December had to be abruptly shut down. Why it's taking longer than they thought it would to repair it, why they are now looking at a potential, uh, potentially needing to replace the entire bridge when they've already sunk millions into it in recent years. And it's cost almost a million dollars in just all the things they've had to do to deal with it being closed. So he's going to have to go answer those questions. But that's the, the biggest question is, why did this happen? When Channel 12 reported not that long ago that these structural defects, the issue that they're having was known about for a while. But yet they still deemed the bridge safe and continued the projects that were going on without bothering to fix this part first. So you've got a huge debacle now because they didn't want to address the problem, because they didn't want to slow down some of the other plans they had. And now look what's going on. And I'm curious to see how that affects some of the other federal projects, the, the other projects that will get federal money for Rhode Island's roads. Because the federal government is asking those questions. They're asking about what happened here and how fair is it to dole out more money to Rhode Island to fix this bridge when they've already given them so many dollars in federal funds already and they weren't using it correctly. So it's going to be 
a much bigger disaster than just the traffic problems that it's causing. Someone's losing their job over this. And it may just be the director of the Rhode Island Department of Transportation. So if you are listening to me right now on the WBSM app and you are stuck on that bridge in traffic, I'm sorry. I really am. You shouldn't have to go through this. This was just negligence on the part of Rhode Island Department of Transportation. This is, that's what it is. Just negligence. It wasn't a surprise. It was something that they knew. And it was a problem they knew was, was going to rear its head eventually. So I feel for you. 508-996-0500. I mean, don't call me if you're stuck on the bridge. You shouldn't be calling while you're driving. But if you've, if you've had some bridge issues, let me know. I was talking to someone the other day who told me that they went through that area and waited an hour just to get across that bridge. And I don't think there's anything I could go to in Rhode Island or Connecticut, you know, anywhere that I have to pass through that area that would make me sit there for an hour. Not to mention, you know, coming from the South Coast, an hour is just about the detour time if you went to 495 and then down to 95 and went around that bridge completely. There's a lot of times that that's the way that I go to Rhode Island. When I'm going to the Conjuring House, which is out in Harrisville, Boroughville, if I'm going there for an evening and I don't, I don't want to deal with Providence traffic, I just go around it. Take 495 and go down 95 and completely bypass Providence. I'd rather do that and spend that little bit of extra time than spend that time sitting in traffic in Providence. Because even if you can get over the Washington Bridge, East Washington Street Bridge, you've still then got the horrific nightmare of getting on 95 over near the Providence Place. And that's undergoing changes. Is it going to be changing some of the exits over there? So that's only going to make things worse. It's a commuting nightmare. Like I said, I made the mistake of going to the Province Place Mall the day before Thanksgiving. And it was like nobody knew where they were going. This is before the bridge issue. But nobody knew where they were going once they got on 95. It's like, wait, I, I, I'm supposed to be four lanes over. And just cuts everybody off. And then people from four lanes on the other side. Oh, that's my exit. It's just... It's anything goes, every man for himself, every person for themselves, all jammed into one small area. And people complain about Boston traffic. At least Boston traffic I can somewhat understand. 508-996-0500. Just checking the app chats to see if we have any, uh, any updates. 
There was also a, a story that I saw this morning. If you're looking for a little, you know, nature at its best type stories, some sometimes it's good just to look at some of the wonders of the world. But there's a story about how Revere Beach is covered in purple sand. And people have been taking photos of it, video of it, sharing it on social media, and wondering what's going on with the purple sand. And it's actually something called garnet sands. It's a collection of minerals including garnet, which is denser than the rest. And what happens is with the storms that we had, it, it pulls all that up from the ocean floor. And then you've got this cloudy, sandy mess that's being moved by the waves and the wind and then lands on the beach. And then because the garnet is denser than the rest... That is what settles on the top, and you get that purple sand effect. And this is all stuff that comes from the bedrock of New England, including coming down from the granite of New Hampshire. Very fascinating. And the end result is you end up with a purple sand beach. There's a lot of people going down there, taking photos, sharing that. Putting it on social media. So check it out if you are looking for something that will give you a little moment of awe and wonder at what nature holds for us. I started watching, you know, because again... All I really can do is sit in my chair and watch TV when I'm at home. Ice pack on my back, alternating with the heating pad. And so I've been watching a lot of different stuff, and I was watching Nova. And I was watching a special about the, uh, the Iceman, the oldest wet mummy that was ever found of a human being over 5,000 years old. And the way that they were able to recreate it using 3D printing, but then also the way that they've studied the actual mummy and made all these, found out all this information about who this person might have been just based on stuff they found in his DNA and by looking at the body itself, fascinating. And I'm trying to think to myself, what do we have that'll still be around in 5,000 years? What will be our contribution to the, to the fossil record? We've, we've got a lot of... Uh, a lot of footprint we can leave behind, but what will be the lasting things? 
that future versions of our society will look back and say, oh, this is from the early third millennium, right? This would be the third millennium? A.D. Just blows your mind to think about. That's 5,000 years. That's 3,000 years before Christ. That's more time since before Christ than we've had after. And they're, and they're able to look at this body and, and learn about people of that time. Anyway, you can check that out on Nova On Demand, PBS On Demand, the PBS app. It's a great show. I love that one. I love American Experience. I'm just a, a nerd for some of that history stuff. Going to take a break. 508-996-0500. We'll be right back. <laughs> Uh, 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. Sting's hitting the road. He's actually going to be out touring with uh, Billy Joel. So they're going to be doing some shows in Vegas, and then I think they're actually going to be hitting the road after that and going around the country. But I, I've never seen Sting solo. I saw him with the police on the reunion tour, and I've never seen Billy Joel, even though I've always wanted to. So maybe that's, maybe that's a show i got to get out and see. We're going to have so many concert tickets to give away in the coming months. Uh, we've got stacks and stacks of tickets to give away to shows all throughout the spring and summer. So if you don't already have the WBSM app downloaded, you want to make sure that you do that. That's going to be the easiest way to enter to win tickets. We'll also have ways for you to enter on our website as well. It's going to be quite a summer of music, and we're going to have so much of it for you because that's what I like to do. I like to give away tickets. Uh, I see we have a caller that just called in, but I'm going to ask you to please hang on, and we will get to you as soon as we come back from the news uh, we will take your call and others at 508-996-0500. But right now, we have to go into the newsroom and get a headline update of all the big stories of the day from Phil Devitt. Now, the biggest stories on the South Coast from the WBSM Newsroom. This is WBSM News. The Supreme Court is hearing arguments today on whether former President Trump should be kept off Colorado's presidential ballot. White House correspondent and attorney John Decker explains the case. The Colorado Supreme Court has already said that because Donald Trump violated Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, the Insurrection Clause, he is 
ineligible to run for office. Decker believes the Colorado team will get grilled on their stance since Trump hasn't even been formally charged for insurrection. A decision is expected before the Super Tuesday primaries next month. Trump's opponent, Nikki Haley, is against keeping Trump off the Colorado ballot. The Senate will try again today to pass an aid package for Israel and Ukraine. Senate Republicans blocked a foreign aid package Wednesday because it was part of a border security bill that they claimed wouldn't do enough to crack down on illegal migrants. After the vote, Democratic Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said he would bring up the Israel and Ukraine package again as a separate bill stripped of border security provisions and would give the chamber until noon today so Republicans can, quote, figure themselves out. The last original member of The Spinners has died. Henry Fambro was a baritone in the legendary R&B group, which started in Detroit in 1954. The group had limited commercial success until they signed with Atlantic Records in the 1970s and had a string of hits, including I'll Be Around, Could It Be I'm Falling in Love, and The Rubber Band Man. Fambro was 85 years old. A new satellite launched into orbit will study microscopic ocean life and particles in the atmosphere. Three, two... One, booster ignition, four power engines, and liftoff of the Falcon 9 and Pace, helping keep pace with our ever-changing ocean and atmosphere. The NASA Pace mission lifted off this morning on a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket from Cape Canaveral. The mission will allow scientists to see what they call the invisible universe in the sea and the sky. It's a three-year mission and joins dozens of other NASA science missions currently circling the Earth. A long-awaited Kobe Bryant statue will be unveiled outside of LA's Crypto.com arena this afternoon. Kobe, his daughter, and seven others were killed in a helicopter crash in 2020. Travis Kelsey's mother, Donna Kelsey, thinks she knows where she'll be sitting this Sunday to watch her son play in Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. I have a feeling I'm not in the box. I have a feeling I'm in the stands. Kelsey and the Chiefs take on the San Francisco 49ers at Allegiant Stadium. While she's been at games before, along with Kelsey's girlfriend, superstar Taylor Swift, Donna Kelsey told the Today Show she's not quite sure if she'll be in a fancy box. A new Bedford fisherman faces up to five years in federal prison after pleading guilty to tax evasion. Rodolfo Membreno is due for sentencing in May. And Fall River Police have arrested two 17-year-olds in the vandalism of the city's World War II monument. Time now for WBSM Sports brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. The Celtics have won back-to-back games after beating the Atlanta Hawks 125-117 to at TD Garden. Boston hosts the Washington Wizards tomorrow night. And tonight the Boston Bruins play Vancouver at TD Garden at 7. Now for your forecast with ABC6. Mostly clear skies there for the first part of the day with temperatures around 30. Mostly sunny this afternoon. Temperatures in the low 40s. Today begins that warming trend through the weekend. Overnight tonight, mostly clear. Patchy fog will develop after midnight. And as we head into this Friday, a little bit of patchy fog in the morning. Temperatures topping out of the mid-40s under mostly sunny skies. Slight chance for some rain part of the weekend. From the ABC6 weather, sunrise. I'm meteorologist Hasidel Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. I'm Phil Devitt for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM and get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app.
if you are in your car and you want to get some delicious breakfast, but you don't want to get out of your car because it is a little chilly out there, well, go on by to Just Another Phoenix Restaurant on Fawns Corner Road in North Dartmouth. Not only can you go inside, sit down, and have breakfast, but if you don't want to get out of the car, you can get their full menu through the drive through window. Other drive throughs only allow you to get, you know, a sandwich or a baked good or something. At Just Another Phoenix, you can get everything through the drive through Omelets, pancakes, French toast, whatever it may be that you want to have for breakfast, you can get it through their drive through window. But I would also recommend if you have the time and you can brave the little bit of cold that's out there, I would recommend going inside, sitting down, and experiencing the wonderful atmosphere inside Just Another Phoenix where they make you feel like family. They make you feel like a regular, even if it's your first time being there, and where they aim to please. Your coffee will never get low. You won't wait too long for the check. You only got limited time. That's fine. You'll be in and out. But, of course, there's always that option of going through the drive-thru if that's easier for you. Don't forget, too, they also have great weekly specials, weekday specials and weekend specials. And you can find out all about that by following along with them on their Facebook page. Or just stop by and be surprised by what they have on the menu today at Just Another Phoenix on Fonts Corner Road in North Dartmouth. All right, let's go back to the phones, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hey, good morning, Tim. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good, thanks. What you was talking about when you was convalescing and watching over and all that, about what will be around in the future, uh, the Word of God, just like it was written, like with Abraham, right around that time, about 5,000 years ago, more or less. And uh, everything else has been written in the Scriptures in the Old Testament, and it fits perfectly, all the things that... Um, God said through the prophets that would be fulfilled. When you look in the New Testament, it comes together perfectly. Like in Psalm 16, that uh, the Lord's Holy One wouldn't see corruption. That's why they never were able to find the body of Christ, because he was transfigured. In uh, Matthew 17, there's uh, a picture of that spiritually to see. Uh, Psalm 22, that he'd be nailed to the cross, that he'd be gambling for his clothes. Uh, all written out like that. It's amazing. Psalm 23, the resurrection psalm. I mean, so beautiful. King David was not only a king of Israel, but also a prophet, as it says in Acts chapter 2. Well, do you, I mean, do you, do you think that all of that would have been as maintained over time if it hadn't been for the organized formal church keeping it alive like so if it was just up to individual people do you think we would have still had all of all of those complete works like we have now or do you think it took you know having a body having an organization that was you know dedicated to keeping that alive that kept it going well uh it was by by God uh, working through them uh, and, and how it all come together. He forms the good and the evil, everything, both sides of it, as in Isaiah 45. He's in control of it all. I love Deuteronomy 32, where Moses uh, is uh, explaining who God is. Um, it's so beautiful. He says, I kill I make alive, I wound, I heal, I whip my glittering sword to heaven, and I live forever. The Song of Moses. It is so incredibly powerful. 
I mean, when you look at that, the Song of Moses, and you could start in um, Deuteronomy, uh, actually 28, 29, 30, 31, and 32, and then compare it with Revelation 15, because that's what the Song of the Overcomers will be singing um, in the future, uh, when everything is completed. I mean, the, the key is to do the will of God, and, and they were very disobedient, which was an example for us today. Uh, the same thing, you have to obey Him, and Christ was a perfect example that He obeyed Him. He was the perfect Son, and how we can be perfected as well, conformed to the image of Christ. Well, you're going to suffer for that, those that are called by Him. You're going to suffer, you're going to be killed for it, but you're not going to be afraid of it. You know, just like Stephen in Acts 6 and 7, I mean, he was uh, filled with the Holy Spirit, full of faith, and um, he told them what they were going to do before they did it, you know, before they stoned him to death. And he asked for forgiveness for them as well, which uh, we are supposed to do is to forgive those that hate us and even those that will kill us, just like Christ did as an example for us. Not to hold any bitterness, but to love our enemies. That's what real love is, agape love. That's the love of God, because God is love, as it says in First John chapter 4. All right. I mean, so beautiful, yeah. I mean, I mean, I look forward to being a living sacrifice, uh, and and to forgive those that would kill me. You know, that's that's Christian, not like uh, you know, not to be afraid. I mean, uh, I wanted to go to Gaza actually before all that bombing started, just to strengthen the brethren out there, tell them don't be afraid. You know, don't fear those that kill the body and can do no more. Fear him in heaven who can destroy your soul and body in hell. Matthew chapter 10. To be a servant of God. The servant is not above the master. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to hold you there because i got to take a break, but thank you for the call. Oh, you're very welcome. Have take a good day. Care now. And uh, sure, if you want to respond to that, 508-996-0500. But I've got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. <laughs> Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hello, you're on the air. Nope. Having a little trouble there. You might have to call back. Give us a ring back. 508-996-0500 so that uh, we'll be able to hear you. Got some uh, app chat messages that I want to share with you. Um, Molly in Fairhaven says... Uh, the problem with religion is that you and I can agree that the sky is blue, but you and I may never agree upon the fact that God exists. That's true. I mean, it's it's a subjective experience for a lot of people. And what's funny is we can both agree that the sky is blue, but that blue might look different to you than it does to me. Like your concept of blue might not be the same as my concept of blue, which is just a very strange thing to, to think about. Um, also, he said a piece of paper left undisturbed in a drawer lasts longer than a human being. And right, that, that is true too. Uh, also, DSY says, 
Tim, you're lying. You would have to wait to go to see the Cow Sills on Saturday night. No, really. I think there would be a long wait for the Cow Sills at Mohegan Sun with that free show because you got to think they're they're local. They're from Newport. So there's probably a lot of local fans who have followed them since their days of playing down on the wharf there before they hit it big. So there's probably quite a few people. Plus, they're a big family. There's probably a lot of friends and family that are going to come down. I think you'd have to wait to get a, a good seat for that show. But... um I'm not. There's no way I could handle the drive and then waiting and then uh, being out all that. Time. I don't think I could. I'm not up for it. 508-996-0500. Let's try again. You're next on WBSM. Hey, Tim, can you hear me now? Now I can. There we go. Hey, um, just want to give you a quick, um, to all your wrestling fans out there, you want to talk a little bit about wrestling? I haven't talked to you in a while about it. Yeah, today's a big day. They have that uh, that kickoff thing out in Vegas for WrestleMania. Correct. What do you think about what's going on with the uh, Cody Rhodes story uh, not being finished or maybe being finished and, and people um, booing the rock? Well, there, there was a lot of people who thought that, there, that this was a situation where because the rock had just become a member of the board of directors, that they thought he was forcing his way into WrestleMania, that he was supplanting Cody Rhodes, who was supposed to face Roman Reigns and, and finally win the championship, and that now he's inserted himself into this and he's ruined it and he's kind of held Cody back now. I don't, I, I've seen some reporting in the last couple of days that say that's not the case. The Rock is actually a big fan of Cody Rhodes and, and wants to see him get the title and that somehow that's how this is all going to work out. I wouldn't be surprised if this turns into some way that they give the fans what they want and they get both. They get to see The Rock versus Roman and they get to see Cody Rhodes beat Roman for the title. I don't know how it'll all work out, but I could see it happening. I hope it's not a triple threat match, though. That's that's the easy way out, and I think that that would be, that'd be less of a draw. I, I care less about a, a triple threat with the three of them than I care about the two of them, e either of the two of them facing Roman one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, and I'm trying to grasp my head around this because it's now with... With CM Punk got hurt with a tricep, we kind of threw a wrench into everything. But if you went back a couple of months ago when Rock came out with uh, Jinder Mahal uh, segment and he talked about the Rock was hungry, we should eat at the bar or at the boot or the head of the table, that was kind of a hint that he's going to go after Roman. But the situation is, I'm not sure if they can get this resolved by WrestleMania unless. Um, the Rock goes against Roman Reigns before WrestleMania and loses because I can't see The Rock winning the title. Well, I could also see The Rock wanting to fight Roman Reigns in a non-title match where he says where they're, they're not fighting for the title. They're fighting, you know, for the for the right to be the tribal chief, just like uh, when he fought uh, Jimmy Uso, uh, no, Jay Uso, when it was more right. about, you know, fighting for being the, the, the head of the table, being the tribal chief. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see that it could it could happen where that happens at Perth and that that allows for Roman to lose the head of the table status but still be the champion and then defend against Cody at WrestleMania. The other thing I would also see I could see happening, and I hope that this isn't the case, where you might see Roman lose the title to The Rock in Perth and then The Rock fights Cody at WrestleMania. I don't think anybody really wants to see that, but that's another possibility. Yeah. I mean, it depends how much hatred that the Rock can muster up now to the point where they make him out to be the person that screwed Cody Rhodes over. 
And then Rody finished the story by getting the belt off the rock. Right. But Cody is Cody put out a tweet, something that says, you know, trust me. And The Rock has put out a lot of stuff that says uh, he supports Cody. And apparently, a lot of those We Want Cody signs, this is the reporting that's out there, a lot of those We Want Cody signs on Monday night were passed out by WWE at the direction yeah. of The Rock. So Yeah, if anybody, the, the font's all the same. So if you're a person, and they're all the same size signs, so anybody can tell you that that was there, just a... Uh, there was somebody who, somebody did post on social media that they had made a bunch of those signs themselves and they showed photos of them making them all. So there was somebody who made about 30 of them, but there were a lot more than 30. So there's, there's something going on here. Maybe we'll get some more clues about what it is tonight with this kickoff thing. All right. We'll stay tuned and we'll, we'll reach back to your wrestling fans on, on the air. All right. Thank you so much. All right, Jim. Take it easy. <laughs> that's that's the way we used to always have wrestling talk on Saturday mornings because back in those days I was, you know, still I think I still was doing inside wrestling back then. I don't know, it's been a long time. But that's how I got involved in all this media anyway, by writing about wrestling. So and I got people that tell me they still have some of my columns hanging up on their fridge. And people always were like, Oh, you must have so many inside sources. To be able to predict all these things that are going to happen, I was no, I don't, I didn't have any inside sources. I just predicted it because I could see where the story was going. Sometimes I go back and read some of them online, the ones that I can find, and realize, oh man, I was way off. But sometimes I was dead on. So, anyway, got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. No, it sounds silly, but you're going to want to get out and throw something on the grill this weekend. It's going to be in the fifties. You're going to want to get out there and grill yourself a nice tomahawk steak, a nice sirloin. Who knows what else, other else, you know, cravings you might have. They can satisfy them all at the butcher shop, 123 Dartmouth Street in New Bedford. Not only do they have great, high-quality meats at affordable prices, but they've got everything you need. It is a true neighborhood market where you can get all the things that you need to prepare a nice dinner, or you can get your dinner already prepared because they'll cook up whatever it is that you want. Or you can check out the great variety that they have every day of pre-made foods. They're always cooking up things like casserole, carnish bed, and all kinds of other great meals. You can go in there and just get it to go, take it home or have it for lunch, whatever it may be. Make sure you grab one of uh, Maria's rice puddings. It's so good. And uh, they also have, of course, the cheese fridge with all different kinds of cheeses from around the world. They have the beer and wine cellar where you can get a bottle of wine, anything from $5 to $500. They have it all. You know what they even have at the butcher shop? Soccer balls. That's why I say they have everything from steaks to soccer balls because it is a true neighborhood market. So check out the butcher shop, 123 Dartmouth Street in New Bedford, for everything you may need, but also for something to really treat yourself and get one of those nice pieces of meat, some celebrity pork chops or anything else that grabs your fancy and toss it on the grill this weekend. You can grill anytime. It doesn't have to be 50 degrees to do that. All right, well, I am done. I'm wrapped up for today.